Welcome to the City Place Church Podcast. My name is Josiah Williams, and here is my challenge for you. As you're listening to the message, I challenge you to remove as many distractions as possible, to write out a few notes and things that stand out to you, and afterwards, share what you've learned on one of your social media outlets. We level up by giving a level 10. Thanks again, and enjoy the message. Hey everybody, welcome to City Place. All of you are part of the City Place family, those of you who are watching online, in person. Welcome to this first Sunday of 21 days of prayer and fasting, and I'm so excited that I get a chance to spend this Sunday with you. You know, there are resources available for you to lean in to service 100%. Today, you can find our message notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. Also on our app, the same resources are there. And we're also doing our service. We're going to worship the Lord through our giving. We believe that God has positioned our church in our city and in our nation to literally impact those around us. I also want to encourage you today to stand up on your feet. Right where you are, come on, stand up on your feet. I want you to push aside. I want you to stand up on your feet. I want you to get ready to just begin to declare God's word over your family and over your life. You know, we're kicking off 21 days of prayer and fasting today, and I wanted to kick off our online experience in a different way. And for those of you who are watching in person, we're going to worship the Lord as well. I wanted to do something a little bit different today because I wanted us to set the tone for what this month is going to be. I want us to have a focus on the presence of God. Now, we've got a message But if we're not careful, we can enter into a routine and sometimes the music can be playing and we'll be doing the dishes or sitting down eating breakfast. And I want all of you to stand because we're going to set an atmosphere. It's 21 days of prayer. And I believe that God wants to do something new for us. In fact, the book of Isaiah chapter 43 says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now shall you not know it? God asked them a question after he declares he's doing something new. My question to you today as we've entered online here together, in person online, Do you realize that God is doing something new? Do you realize that this is a new year? Now, if you were to look at this week's, uh, how would I say, describe it? Um, Confusion, uh, chaos in our nation. We might say this is an intensity of the previous year. If we're not careful, we'll begin to allow our speech to impact our 2021 and it might begin a little negative and I want to declare to you that your Jesus is doing something new for you right now. Your Jesus is doing something for you right now. Shall you not know it? I want to declare that 2021 is not a mirror of 2020 and the enemy's already throwing out distractions already saying this is going to be my year and I want to declare to you that this is not the enemy's year this is your year and as we kick off 21 days of prayer and fasting I figured we kick it off by declaring the goodness of God through prayer I figured we set an atmosphere in our own home to not stand idly by while the promises of God are moving towards us and we're moving towards them. The Bible says in the book of Chronicles, it says that Jehoshaphat 
received word that the enemy was bringing an attack. And instead of him going, soldiers here, soldiers there, he goes, uh, all of the people bring your children and we're going to fast. And the Bible says that they begin to lay themselves before God. Lay themselves. They, they, they decided that they would get uncomfortable. They decided that the season of life that they were in was not going to dictate the outcome that God had for them. So they, they decided that they would lay before God. And this is what Jehoshaphat says. He says, now, Lord, um, the enemy the, the, yeah, yeah, out outnumbers us, but our eyes will remain on you. So as we enter into these 21 days of prayer and fasting, I felt like my assignment today was not just to deliver God's word to you, but to focus our eyes on the one who's going to show up in your home and in our church all year. And the only way I could find to do that was to pull out the word. So come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Come on. Right here. I know some of y'all are like, oh, no, no, no. Stand to your feet. Come on, let's go, city place. Stand to your feet and we're going to declare God's word. I want you to begin to just lift your hands. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to just declare God's word. I'm going to declare some of the things that God's already done and declare who he is. Psalms 103. And then we'll pray. And then we're going to continue to lean into the presence of God together. Come on, I'm going to pray. Father, we worship you today. God, we invite you into this day. Father, we won't hold anything back. In fact, we won't block anything that you want to do. Holy Spirit, this is your time. You have something you want to say, and there's worship that we need to give you. Father, we set aside these 21 days, and I pray that these 21 days aren't some sort of cliche event, but God, what you do in these 21 days will light a fire in us that will sustain us and push us all the way to the end of the year and that there'll be a fuel and a fire in us that we cannot quench and that the enemy cannot put out. Come on, city place where you say this with me. Say, Father, I realize that this is a new year and you want to do something new in my life. Now, this part, you got to mean it, y'all. Father, you can do in me all that brings you glory. I want to experience you in a fresh way. In Jesus' name. Now, right where you are, I just want you to worship God. Come on, you're going to be your own worship leader today. Come on. You worship God. Father, we love you. Father, we honor you. This is what God's word says in Psalms 103. Father, we will bless you, Lord, O oh, our soul, and all that is within us. We will bless your holy name. We will bless you, Lord, O oh, our soul. We will not forget all of your benefits, your faithfulness in years past, in days past. Father, you forgive all of our iniquities. Father, you heal all of our disease. Father, you redeem our life, our nation's life, our city's lives, our family's life from destruction. Father, you crown us with loving kindness and tender mercy. Father, it's you who satisfy our mouths with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Lord, it's you who execute righteousness. It's you who execute justice for all those who are oppressed. For Lord, you made yourself known and your ways known to Moses, your acts to the children of Israel. Lord, it is you based on past experience and, and, just, and just your faithfulness. Lord, it's you that are merciful and gracious. You're slow to anger and abounding in mercy. Father, it's you 
It's you. You will not strive always with us, nor will your anger be forever. Father, you haven't dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is your mercy toward those who fear you. As the east, as far as the east is from the west, so you have removed our transgressions. Father, we declare to you that you have established, according to verse 19, your throne in heaven and your kingdom rules over all things. Father, we thank you for your word today. I declare that our time together in your presence will be refreshing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Are you ready for the word? Is your heart stirred for the word? Well, go with me. Go with me to the book of Matthew. Go with me to the book of Matthew. And I promise you, I'm not going to hold you long. Trust me. I've got a timer right in front of me. I'm not going to hold you long. Matthew chapter 17 Verse 20, we're talking today about prayer and fasting, and I'm sitting down because I want to teach us today so you can get those notes today at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. But I pray that your heart is filled with expectation today. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20 through 21 says this. It says, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. This kind doesn't go out except by prayer and fasting. Today, during our time, we're going to be talking about the power of prayer and fasting. And we're going to just kind of take a gradual rhythmic flow through the power of fasting, why we fast, the purpose of fasting, the practice of fasting, y'all hanging out with me, the rhythm of fasting, and then the result of fasting. In Matthew chapter 17, Jesus is talking to his disciples because they have been trying to act on his behalf and see miracles, signs and wonders. And they come back to Jesus and say, how come we didn't get the same result that you got? And Jesus kind of let him in the back room, kind of let him in his own quiet time. And he says, now, if you want to see those results, you got to put in the work that I put in. Like this is Jesus now. This is the son of God. God in fleshly form. And he says that even though I possess the power from on high, I still put in the work to see the power produced as I'm walking on the earth. And he says that the only way that you will see the tangible presence of God move at a rate that you want to see him move is he says you've got to put in the work through prayer and fasting, through prayer and fasting. Notice how he pairs those two together. See, prayer is something that... Um, you and I can kind of sit aside. I can pray today. I 
I can pray tomorrow. But when we click into fasting, fasting links up with prayer. Otherwise, you just got to diet, right? But when you choose to fast, you attach fasting to prayer because there is a desperation that you want to experience. In fact, if I can, let me share with you what fasting is. Come on, write this down. Fasting, let's, let's just get real technical. Fasting is the abstinence, it's the withholding of physical gratification for a greater spiritual encounter. It says, I'm going to sit this fleshly thing aside so that I can experience something in the spirit that I haven't experienced yet. So fasting has, has little to do with flesh, but everything to do with the spirit. The thing is, is that we begin it in the flesh, but we have to have the intensity of the spirit. Are you with me so far? So I have to find something that my flesh is attached to, food. And I have to say, this food, I'm drawn to this food, and I'm going to sit this food aside so that my spirit can hunger for God's presence. And where I would normally be going after my food, I'm going to replace my food with more of his presence. And Jesus says, if you want to experience what happens in the natural, he says, you've got to have a spiritual encounter first. Are you with me? I'm just warming up. So fasting is the abstinence of the physical gratification so that we can have a spiritual counter at a greater level. Fasting is the denial of flesh in order to gain the spiritual. It's sacrifice of the material in order to gain the spiritual atmosphere of heaven. So why do we fast? Why do we fast? And we're going to talk about this over the next few weeks. We fast because we have a burden. We have a burden for our city. We have a burden for our family. We have a burden for our nation. We have a burden that we just can't shake. We have a burden that's there. It's a weight. A burden is a weight. Jesus said, cast all your burdens to me. The thing that you're carrying that you don't want to carry anymore in the desperation of fasting and seeing God move in the spiritual realm because you're tired of carrying it in the natural realm. One of the reasons why we would fast is burdens. We would fast God for guidance. I need a decision to make. I don't just need to think through the pros and the cons. I need to have heaven's involvement. I need to know what God is saying about this. We fast for health. We fast for power. We, we fast for the very power of God. That's what Jesus was saying in Matthew chapter 17. If you want to see the power of God displayed in public, you've got to put in the work in private. So we want the power of God. We fast for needs. We fast for deliverance. We fast for ministry. What has God called us to do? Our purpose. We can fast for our marriage and we can fast for our family. So as we start out our first day of 21 days of prayer and fasting, my assignment is to get us focused on the power of fasting, but why you will be fasting. So on your notes, you'll find why am I fasting? Are you going to be fasting for a burden, fasting for deliverance? Otherwise, 
You're just going to be fasting, but you don't know what your target is. And so the disciples said in Matthew, they said, now we want to see the power of God displayed so that when we come across a situation that is dealing with demonic force, we want to be able to pray and see a change. If we go into this environment and there needs to be a need that's met, we want to see it change. If we go into a, an environment where the word of God needs to be spoken, we want to be able to speak the word of God with boldness. And Jesus says, OK, if you want to see a natural display, you got to put in spiritual work. And so what is going to be your why for your fasting? Now, I know what you're thinking, uh, uh, Pastor Damon. I got that. But can you break down a little bit of the types of fast? Because maybe for some of you, this is your very first time fasting. Well, let me give you just a couple of simple levels and simple ways to begin your fast in a practical sense. OK, so we've got we've got the why you might be fasting. But now let's talk about. OK, so so if I choose to fast and I'm encouraging all of us to fast. Then let's get practical and see how we can focus this. In terms of the type. So here's just a couple of uh, uh, three types. All right. Uh, there's a full fast where that's liquids. OK, liquids. So you set that for a specific number of days. I'm just going to do liquids. We, we read about that taking place with Moses. We read about it with Jesus going into the wilderness. And the Bible says that he fasted for 40 days, didn't drink anything. Fast. Then there's the Daniel fast. That is that that Daniel fast is not just pulled out of the air, but in the book of Daniel, the Bible says that when the, 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 the children uh, of, 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 of Israel came into the, the, the nation of Babylon, they could have eaten the king's delicacies, but they said, no, we only want vegetables. And the Bible says that the men looked stronger because they remained faithful to the, the, the discipline and the conviction of their heart. And so in the Daniel fast, you set aside some of those things that uh, our delicacies, but to just kind of focus on uh, veggies or uh, fruits. And so that would be the setting aside of meat and sweets and you would be drinking water and juice, so on. You can find all of this information at cityplacechurch.com backslash 21 days. We've got resources there for you. Um, book resources, study resources are all there. And then there's a partial fast. A partial fast is from fasting from for example, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. or from sunup to sundown, pulling in a full fast or a Daniel fast. That is the types of fasts that we attach to why we're fasting with a focus of the reason why I'm fasting is I'm going to abstain, abstain against my natural so that I can experience the spiritual. So what does God say when we dive into the purpose? So we're talking about fasting this morning and we're talking about we want to see our practical be impacted by the spiritual, realizing that I have to spend time in the spiritual realm, praying and seeking God so that I can experience something in the natural. So when we talk about the purpose of fasting, we've got the definition. But when we talk about the purpose, the only way we can know the full purpose of what God is wanting to pour out is we've got to go back into God's word. And here's what it says in Isaiah chapter 58. This is what God is, is saying to his people 
And I'm going to read a little bit and then I'm just going to give us just a couple of thoughts. And this is the start of, of our series on prayer and fasting. So I'm not going to download everything to you today, but I want to get the atmosphere stirred up. It says this in Isaiah chapter 54, 1 through 4. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls and you take no notice? In fact, in the day of your fasting, you find pleasure and exploit all of your laborers. Verse four, indeed you fast for strife and debate and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do today to make your voice heard on high. Pause. God says, when you've been fasting, not, this is him talking to, to the people through the prophet Isaiah. He says, when you've been fasting in the past, you've been fasting, but you've been including your flesh. He says, you haven't been able to disconnect from the natural to just spend time in the spiritual realm. He says, you fast, and then you ask me why I haven't showed up. He says, you fasted and yet you still wanted to respond with your own hand. You fasted and you cried out to me, but yet you didn't let me produce for you all that I wanted to produce for you. He said, you went into fasting, you had a focus in fasting, but you still brought your flesh into the fasting time with you. He says, why don't you pause for a second and allow me to be the one that orchestrate what takes place. If you're going to fast, let me produce everything that I have designed as the result of this time of fasting. He says, let me pour out. So again, fasting is the abstaining of one thing so that we can experience God in the spiritual realm. So when we go into this time, our very first day is today. We have to know our why. I'm fasting for a burden. I'm fasting for healing. I'm going to set aside this. I can't be trying to cheat God. I can't want power, but I'm giving God just a little bit and I'm bringing my flesh along for the ride. No, God, I want to experience like Jesus said, this kind needs to change and I'm willing to put in the work. And God says, hey, listen, listen. If you're going to experience me, me, you've got to set aside your flesh. You've got to find me in the fast. You can't bring you in the fast. Now, you can bring you in the fast, but you need to allow me to change you while you're fasting. But he goes on. God goes on and he begins to break down his perspective of fasting. Remember, if you could go back to our 2020 series we want a kingdom perspective. We've got to have God's view in everything we do. So if you fasted in the past and you've got your rhythm and your flow, God's doing a new thing in 2021. You've got to get God's perspective of this fast. Are you, are you hanging out with me? Awesome. Here's what he says. He goes on. 
And he says this. He says, <clears throat> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me find my place. Verse 5. He's, he's, he's already told him, you've debated and everything like that. He says, is it a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to inflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a, fa a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is this not the fast that I've chosen? Watch now. To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to, and that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and to bring your house the poor who are cast out, to bring, to bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked, that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The Lord, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear God. Then he goes on to say, yeah, your cry, I'll hear you. I'll hear where you are. He says, now listen, the fast that I've chosen will change you. The fast that I chosen, chose for you, the purpose and the why will change your life. He says, I'll change your heart from being stingy to being a giver. He says, I'll change your heart to realize that your home could be a home where those who are broken, those who are busted and disgusted will feel peace in my presence in your home. He says this. He says, I loose the bonds of wickedness. I undo heavy burdens. I set the oppressed free. I break every yoke. He says, it's so that you can open your hand and share and give bread and help provide for somebody else. He says it's for you to cover those that feel naked. He says that's the fast that I'm focused on. He says my fast produces things in the natural that you've prayed for in the spiritual. He said you might not have painted this picture. He says, but if you let me do the work, I'll be moving in places that while you were praying, I was producing results. He says, but I'm going to change this. I'm going to change the environment around you. He says, I'm going to change your perspective to open your hand. I'm going to change your perspective in your home. He says, but you've got to let me give you the purpose. See, God's purpose. Watch now. God's purpose is for you and I to humble ourselves. Are you with me? We humble ourselves before God while denying ourselves for his priority. See, God says, let your purpose be that you're going to humble yourself before me. You're going to deny yourself so that you can get my priority. Jesus said, listen, um, fellas, um, I know you want to do your thing. You want to see the miracle signs and wonders because you want it to happen the way you want it to happen. He says, but you need to go handle this thing over here in the spiritual realm first. He says, you're going to pray that God will move before you show up. You don't pray for God to move when you show up. And God will do that. He's gracious like that. But he says, but if you want to see it happen before you arrive, you pray before you arrive. And he says, and then when you arrive and you see the burden or you see the yoke 
or you see the wickedness or you see the naked or you see the one that needs peace or you see the one that needs bread. He says, by the time you handle it in the spirit, when you see it in the natural, I'll already have moved. I'll already have moved. Can I tell you that the breakthrough that you will experience this year, that our city will experience this year, that our church will experience this year, that our nation will experience this year, will occur because we would have prayed. See, we're praying right now for this moment in time. It's going to impact this moment in time, but it's also going to impact your tomorrow when you walk into your office place. It's also going to impact your January. It's going to impact your June. It's going to impact your August because you're going to be praying for things right now that when you walk into them, you would have already created an atmosphere. Are you with me? So God says, leave your flesh. Don't just try to handle it in the natural. He says you handle it in the spiritual and I'll show up because I'll be working it behind the scenes. So why am I fasting? That was the question. So if you've targeted a burden, health, then what we're going to do is we've seen that God wants to lift the burden. That's it. He wants to break the yoke, bring deliverance. He wants to provide. He wants to use you. Remember, we talked about the ministry and the calling and my purpose. God used me for a greater good. We talked about marriage and family. Everything that God wants to do is already promised as the purpose of why you and I would fast. We've got God perspective now. God says, I will show up if you fast and seek me how I want you to fast and seek me. He says, I'll produce the result, but you have to have my purpose. So we know that fasting by definition is abstaining my natural so that I can deal and experience God in the spiritual. We've identified the why. Burden, health. We've jumped into and asked the question of, why am I fasting? We've identified the type of fast that you will choose. And now we're leaning in on the purpose. So we said that we would humble ourselves before God, denying ourselves so that we can get the priority of God. The other reason why we fast is because we want to prove God. If God says that I will show up if God says that I will break yokes, if God says that I will change a thing, if God says that he will do something new, Isaiah, if God says that he will respond, if Jesus said that this kind only changes through prayer and fasting. And when you read the book of Acts, trust me, they prayed and they fasted and everything Jesus said came true when the apostles just were released in mass numbers. So Jesus's word was true. If. If. We go all in with full desperation. We should go in with, watch now, humbling ourselves, denying ourselves so that we can gain God's priority, which we know he wants to heal and give us freedom. Lift burdens, break yokes, all those different things. Then part of my purpose for fasting is to prove God. God, you promised me that you would. As I seek you in the spiritual realm, that you would show up in the natural realm. So we want to prove God. So why are you fasting? 
That was the question. Why are you fasting? Now, since you've identified that, or as you will identify that, now what you want to do is you lay that before the Lord, you surrounded with his word, Isaiah, we read it, God, this is what you promised, this is what you said you would do, okay? Then we say, now God, I'm going to fast in full faith knowing that you will prove yourself. So we want to humble ourselves, we're denying ourselves so that we can gain God's priority because we want to prove God. Y'all all right? Getting anything? Awesome. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 6. Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 6. If you have a Bible, go with me there. Y'all, I get to use, I'm, I'm so excited, I get to use my, my digital Bible. I love it. Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 6. It says this. It says, those who have turned back from following the Lord and have not sought the Lord nor inquired him. Verse 7, be silent in the presence of the Lord for the day of the Lord is at hand. For the Lord has prepared a sacrifice and has invited his guest. Listen, it says, it's time to seek the Lord. It says, watch, it says again, let me read it again. It says, there were those that had turned back from following the Lord and had not sought him nor inquired him. It says, be quiet in the presence of the Lord for the day of the Lord is hand, for the Lord has prepared a sacrifice. He has invited his guests. Listen, you and I can either choose to go after God or we can choose to align ourselves with him. When we choose to align ourselves ourself with him, the Bible says he's like, welcome. Welcome. Come on in. I prepared all of this in my presence. Can I tell you right now, over these next 21 days, God is saying, I have you on my list. Will you show up? I have for you a spiritual encounter that you've never experienced before. And he says, now, will you show up? Will, will you show up? Will you show up to God's presence? You're his invited guest. See, if you and I, and I believe this jumps out in Zephaniah, when we say, God, okay, I'm going to come to the place where you've invited me, I believe God says, oh, now you're aligning with what I have for you. Because the tangible things, those are just the benefits. But being aligned with God and where he's moving and where he's going, that's a part of your purpose. See, Zephaniah says, come on to the party. He's got it already prepared for you. These next 21 days, I promise you, hear me what I'm saying. God's got something special for you in his presence. You won't find it in what you did last year. 2020 has gone. You won't find it in your natural hands. You will only find it in his presence. And here's what I realized all throughout scripture. When it came to fasting and prayer, 
it was always fueled by desperation. Esther, fast for me, please, before I step into the king's room. She was the queen, y'all. But she said, fast for me, fast for me. So that when I step into what looks like enemy territory, God will show up with a victory. Desperation. Jehoshaphat, I referenced that earlier. Desperation produces miracles and God doesn't take long. And they, they're, they're never, they, they, they have their focus. But like Jehoshaphat said, our eyes are on you. Our focus is not on the outcome. Our focus is on the God who delivers the outcome. Man, y'all, I'm excited about this series and about where God wants to take us. While we're fasting, we want to acknowledge that God's voice will be our primary voice in all things. We want God's voice to be our primary voice in all things. I know that, that we have this decision. I know we see all that's happening in our nation. I know that we still have a pandemic. I know that I don't want 2020 to be brought into 2021. I know that I have this, I know that I have that. But God, we acknowledge to you today that we need your voice in all things. And the only way at moments of our life where we can hear him clearly is if we remove the noise. And fasting acknowledges our spiritual nature, so that it can honor God. Jesus said this, and I'm, I'm wrapping up for this week. He says this, he says, The hour is coming where true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Watch now. So true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, he could have said true worshipers will worship God on Sundays with worship being played and they're singing. No, he says true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit. Ah, my flesh will be involved. Come on, my flesh is involved. But he says the spirit We'll worship God with spirit and in truth. So if I'm if I'm worshiping God in the spirit and in truth, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. I am the way I am the truth. So I have to worship God in spirit and I've got to bring Jesus to the party. So if I'm bringing Jesus to the party, I'm saying, Father God, I'm worshiping you because of all that Jesus has done for me. And Jesus has already brought me victory. I've got to bring Jesus into the worship, y'all. Jesus, I give you glory. Jesus, you're the only way to the Father. I'm going to worship you from my spirit. My flesh may not feel like it, but my spirit is desperate. Come on, somebody. My spirit is saying, God, God, I'm coming after you. My, my, my spirit is saying, God, I want to be in, in places that I can only imagine. My spirit is saying, I don't want to fast like I did before. I'm not bringing in my flesh. I'm bringing Jesus. He says, those of you will worship him in spirit and in truth. Watch now. He says, now for the father is a spirit and he seeketh those who will worship him as such. Y'all, it's a different it's a different switch. It's, 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 it's a different switch. I have a different switch for different rooms of the house. 
When I turn on one, it turns on the, 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 the electrical sockets. When I flip on the other one, it turns on the light. In 2021, you can't flip 2020's light switch. You can't flip the old encounter that you had with God. You can't flip the dryness and the apathy that you had. You can't flip worshiping God just sitting down. You can't, you can't, in 2021, a new thing, you can't worship God with a pocket praise. I'm sorry, I don't want to mess with your praise, but I do need to get up in your stuff. You can't give God stale stuff. This is new. This is the enemy trying to take you out. This is the enemy trying to discredit your Jesus. This is the enemy trying to tell you that Jesus cannot do for you. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. I'm telling you that Jesus is bad, y'all. I'm telling you, Jesus is bad. I'm cocky enough to believe that Jesus can do the amazing thing for you. But you and I have to put in the work and I don't want you to be left behind. I feel like I just gave a old school movie plug right there, left behind. Why are you fasting? And for those of you who might've been on the fringe of like, wow, I don't do fasting. I'm challenging you to fast. For those of you who were gonna give God a little pocket fast, I'm challenging you to go higher. This is new. This is new. What if we spent this year living in the spirit of God? Now, obviously we walk and we got to go to work and all. But what if we say, God, I'm going to allow my spirit to yearn for you. Because maybe you've spent more time in your flesh. I want to pray for you today. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that you don't hold back. I want to pray that you encounter the father like never before. Listen, I'm not teaching you something to just stir you. I'm desperate. I'm desperate for a move of the Spirit of God that I've never experienced before. And I've had some encounters with God. Oh, man. But boy, my anticipation, even now I'm talk- as I'm talking to you today, is God, I got to have you. I want to just be poured on y'all. And I want these 21 days to last for the whole year. I want to pray for you. For those of you who haven't walked into a relationship with Jesus just yet, I want to invite you. Come, come to the party. Remember I read that verse in Zephaniah? Come to the party. You're God's invited guest. In fact, before you arrive today, He's already handled the cost for the party. The Bible says that he gave Jesus on the cross for you. And Jesus died a painful death. Not a weak death. I'm talking about a painful death. And rose again three days later, walked out like nobody else's business and no one else has done since. And he's the only one that can give you victory. This is a new year. You've been holding on to your own stuff, your own shame, your own sin for a long time. That's over. I'm inviting you into a relationship with Jesus. I prayed prayed the prayer and so many others that are watching have done the same. And I'm not standing up here to, to throw any shade on you at all. I'm here to welcome you 
into the family of God. And I'm going to say a simple prayer. And I just want you to pray it after me. Nothing complicated, just your faith going to God. I just get to partner with you. Are you ready? Come on. Say, dear Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me and you rose again. And today I accept you freely as my Lord and Savior. I give myself to you and I will trust you. And I believe that my 2021 will be filled with your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place. Come on, right where you are. Make some noise for Jesus. Make some noise for those that accepted Jesus today. Congratulations. I want to give you just a couple of next steps. I want you to fill out a virtual connect card. Let us know the decision that you made today. There's some choices there. You can put a prayer request or just let us know that you accepted Jesus. My wife and I, along with our team, would love to just send you a congratulations for the decision that you made. I also want to encourage you, this is for all of you, even those of you who uh, have already accepted Jesus or maybe you've been tuning for a while, I want you to hop over to the City Place Lounge that we have for you. It's a place where you can begin to build community. And then uh, in the next month, you'll be able to jump into community. We call them city groups here so you and I can continue to grow spiritually in Jesus. Amen? Well done. Well done. Remember earlier I said that we would worship God through our giving, and uh, we're going to do that right now. We believe in just honoring God in our giving and and just worshiping Him. I've been looking over, and we're going to celebrate this over the the next few weeks, but uh, I've been looking at all of the things we were able to accomplish last year, We were able to send medical supplies, or we sent dollars, but we were able to send dollars to other countries uh, so that they could have COVID medicines. We were able to respond when tornadoes uh, went through our our country. We were able to help support a church who's had had all of their items stolen. You may have heard me uh, say these things before, but it's because of your faithfulness and your uh, generosity in partnering with City Place to make an impact. And I want to encourage you to continue to stay faithful to God and continue to trust Him. He will prove Himself to you. I'm going to pray, and then I want to invite you to uh, Saturday morning prayer this upcoming Saturday. You'll see more and more information about that. We'll pray, worship God, and lean into His presence even more. But I invite you to lean in. Level 10, come on, y'all. Lean in like never before, to all that God has for you and your family. Let me pray. Father, I love you today. I thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy. You are amazing. We honor you today. I pray that you would just keep your hand on us. I pray that we'll chase after you like never before. We honor you today with the tithe and the offering. Let it be worship. Use us in 2021 to exceed all that we did last year in the way that you see. We honor you today. I pray blessing over every single person as we enter into uh, this fast. And I pray that we will hear testimonies like never before. We honor you, Jesus. This is all about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, City Place. I can't wait to hear what God is doing in your life this week. Love y'all. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's episode and we have one final challenge for you. Take something that you've learned today or something that stuck out to you and share it with a friend or a loved one. Spread a little of what I like to call that wisdom wealth with someone else. Wherever you are, I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day.